This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Vayigash Tavshin Ayin Ches. In this parsha, we find the climax of the whole story of the brothers selling Yosef down to Mitzrayim. And finally, the brothers come down, they bow down to Yosef, and now Yaakov is able to come down to Mitzrayim in an honorable way, which is what Hashem wanted. When the brothers came back up to Yaakov and told Yaakov that Yosef was alive, Yaakov didn't believe them. As the Pesach says, He didn't believe them. So the brothers started to try to tell Yaakov that he was alive. And Yaakov hears this, but he's concerned that maybe he has no more connection to Hashem. After all, he was in Mitzrayim, which was a disgusting country, a very low morale country. And he wonders, maybe Yosef has no connection to Hashem. So it says, Yosef. They tell them all the words that Yosef said, which were, Tell Yaakov, I remember what we were learning when we left the halachas of Egla Rufa. And now Yaakov hears this, and Yaakov realizes not only is Yosef still alive, but he has a close connection to Hashem. And therefore, the Apostle says, Vati Ruach Yaakov Avihem. The spirit of their father Yaakov was relieved. And then the terror switches from Yaakov to a higher level of Yisrael. Vayomer Yisrael, and Yisrael says, Rav, this is a lot. Oh Yosef Binichai, my son Yosef is still alive. Elcha, I will go, Verena, Beteramamos, I will see him before I die. And Rashi explains what does it mean, Rav, there's a lot. Ravli Simcha Vechedva, there's a lot of joy and gladness for me because Od Yosef Chai, my son Yosef, is still alive. It's interesting, we understand why Yaakov wanted to quickly go down and see his son. Elcha, I'm going to go, Verena, I will see him, Beteramamos, before I die. Now, why does the Pesach have to say that Yaakov is going to go down and see Yosef before I die? Obviously, after I die, I can't see him. So why does the Torah say, I'll go down before I die? The simple answer is that Yaakov was concerned. Who knows what's going to be? Yaakov was not a young man. And he wanted to make sure he sees him before something happens. Perhaps there's a deeper way to understand these words, before I die. In the late 1940s, there was an Askin. There was a community person who lived in New York who did tremendous amount of things for the Jewish community. At the end of the 1940s, a lot of different questions were coming up, and he wanted to go and speak to the Chazonish from Bnei Brak to get his advice and direction. It wasn't so easy in those days to go to Eretz Yisrael, but he made his way to Eretz Yisrael. When he got there, he met with the Chazonish, and he spoke with him for about 45 minutes. And the Chazanish was very happy to hear what this person is doing for the Jewish community. And he gave him his advice. And when he finished, he gave him a bracha. The person was very glad that he got the chance to speak to the Chazanish. When he finished, the Chazanish said, You know, what you're doing for Klai Yisrael is tremendous. But you should know, there's somebody here who's accomplishing more for Klai Yisrael, much more than you're doing. When this person heard this, he was very excited. Wow. I know I'm doing a lot. If there's someone else doing a lot, maybe I can get together with him and we can do together a lot more. So he looks at the Chazanish, he says, could I meet him? So the Chazanish says, of course, come. Chazanish stands up, the person stands up, they walk to the other room in the Chazanish's house, and over there there was a young man sitting by Gemara learning. The Chazanish pointed to him and says, go look at that person. With his learning in this room, he's accomplishing more for the Jewish community 
more than you can ever accomplish with what you're doing. You're accomplishing a lot, but he with his learning is accomplishing even more. Look at him now. Take the opportunity to look at him now, because who knows if in the next world, in the Ilam HaMS, in the next world, you'll be able to see him. He'll be on such a high level, who says you'll be able to see him? That person was none other than the nephew of the Chazanish, Rav Chaim Kanievsky. And this perhaps is what Yaakov was saying. Yaakov thought his son Yosef was dead for 22 years. And then he finds that he's alive, but he's concerned, is he alive? But he's still connected to Hashem? And then he hears that not only is Yosef alive, but he's connected to Hashem. He's still thinking of Hashem. He's still learning. So Yaakov says, wow, he's on such a high level. He's even greater than me. Let me go see him. Elcha Verena, the Terem almost before I die. Because who knows if after I die, I'll still be able to see Yosef. Because he'll be on such a much higher level than me in the next world. Which is why, while we're still in this world, we get to walk among others. Everyone is equal. You can see anybody you want. You never know. Somebody can be doing so many mitzvahs and learning so much Torah and so much chesed that in the next world, he can be on much, much higher level. This week, Klai Yisrael suffered the loss of the Gadol Hadar of Aaron Leib Steinman at the age of 104. And there are many, many stories going on about him. I just want to tell you one. When Aaron Leib Steinman got married, by the first Pesach, he turned to his wife and he told his wife that he has a chumrah, he has a stringency, that on Pesach he doesn't use any fresh water. All the water he uses has to be prepared before Pesach. Not many people have this chumrah, but there are those who do. And the reason is that if a little chumrah falls in on Pesach, even a tiny little drop, it will passel, it will disqualify all the water. However, if a little chumrah falls in before Pesach, that chumrah is bottle, it's nullified. And therefore there are some people who take along this tremendous extra stringency to prepare all the water before Pesach. They were married a few years. One year he sat down, he got ready to make, uh, to make Kiddush by the Seder. And his wife says, oh, I can't believe it. I forgot to prepare the water for you. For the whole Yantav, I forgot to prepare the water. I meant to do it and I forgot. So finally Steinman turns to her and says, it's okay. She says, what do you mean it's okay? You're so careful with it. It's just a Chumrah, that's all. We're not so careful with it. And he went on as if it didn't bother him at all. The next year, she comes over to him a few days before Pesach and says, okay, this year I'm going to remember to prepare the water. And if Iron Lame looks at her and says, I told you, it's just a chumrah, we don't really do it. It's not important for us. Okay, so she didn't prepare it. He never brought it up again. So much so, that many years later when his wife died, the first year after his wife died, he turns to his sons and says, please do me a favor, prepare water for me to use on Pesach. They turned to the father and said, Abba, is this something new? Why do you want us to prepare water for you? You've never done it before. He said, no, that's my minig, that's my chumrah, I'm very careful with it. They said, Abba, we've seen you for many, many years. You've never prepared water before. We've never even heard you talk about it. So he explained to them what happened with their mother, how one year she forgot to do it. He said that he never brought it up again in order to make sure that she should not feel bad that she forgot to do it this time. Even though that was so important to him, 
he realized it's more important how somebody else feels. And that is how somebody could become great. Someone who lives among us, and yet the next will become so great. We never know who that person is, but we all know that we all have the ability to do that. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.